recording again? Yeah. You want to tell everybody what just happened? Yeah, it just golden content <laughs> that was uh, being recorded through the computer microphone, not the actual microphones. Oh, you hate to see it. Yeah, because I feel like we were having a good time. We had gold in there. We had some good stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's super frustrating. Oh man. And our non our non our non plug and plug sponsorship plug God. for distal wallets. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. Man. God damn it. That's so annoying. That's rough. This is why you're supposed to check shit. Yeah. Beforehand. Well, I, last time we did, we just hit record and it worked. I know. Yeah. I, well, oh, man, that's stupid. I didn't plug anything into this. No. From like from the last time. So I have no idea why it. God. Uh, yeah. Uh, it is a Mac. It's. You know, you think you think we would have learned over the course of this past year <laughs> about, you know, just double checking, make sure things work, everything's like set up, but nope. Measure twice, cut, cut once. Mm-hmm. Eh. But in, I feel like it's very on brand to just be like, yeah, it'll be fine and yeah. just go. Yeah. Um, and test nothing. And no, it's 100% what we do. God damn it. That's yeah. super annoying. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, here, br- brief summary of the things that we talked about was that um i'm gonna nerd out a little bit on a potential podcast guest yes i hope we can get um ricky garrard is our hero is the is the um not the hero we deserve that we deserve but the one we need but the one we need and specifically eric and i yes um we did a non-sponsorship sponsorship plug for distal wallets which is a wallet that i have that's really awesome d-i-s-t-i-l highly recommend and we also talked about how all the new crossfit podcasts are following in our shoes and we're very proud to lead the way on uh what should be crossfit related podcasts yeah you know i think a big a, a common phrase that you always hear is that you know we stand on the shoulders of those that came before us mm-hmm. and eric and i are just really happy that we can be those shoulders yeah we don't mind bearing the weight for all these uh all the CrossFit, CrossFit stuff, yeah. morning chalk up, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, Hey, shout, shout out to those, you know, yeah. they, you know, we hope that they do well. <laughs> yeah. We, we hope you guys uh, take off and uh, don't forget where you came from and uh, the little guys you stepped on to get there. No, not stepped on. Not oh, stepped on. climbed up. Climbed on? Climbed, hopped on our shoulders. Uh, climbed up our shoulders. Th- maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We think of us like the base of a pyramid for yeah. a, cheer, uh, a, a cheerleading competition, right. mm-hmm. you know? They're making their way up to the top, and we're supporting it. Illuminati pyramid. Illuminati pyramid. <laughs> if you look really closely, there's an eye somewhere in the middle. Might be a brown eye, but oh, it's there. My God. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, that being said, did you uh, did you have anything in particular you wanted to like chat about? Um. No, I think today was more of just like, uh, how the fuck have you been, kind of day. Hmm. Yeah. Mm, mm, good. Yeah. Oh, oh. As another non-sponsored yeah. sponsorship plug. Uh huh. While we're at it, now that we're actually recording. Yeah. Um, a coach reached out to me because I told him about the chili pad a long while ago. Yeah. Never talked to you about this. You did. Yeah. Okay. If you don't, if you're so, I'm a hot. I'm a hot ass sleeper. Um, you're a hot everything. Like you walk hot. Yes, yeah, true. Um, you can you can check my sleep streams on Twitch. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
uh, twitch.tv slash Ryan Sleeps. Enjoy. He's got a heat cam. Yeah, I got, I got, it's just one of those thermal cameras. Yeah. It's just orange the whole time. Yeah. There, there's actually a really funny photo. Um, it's year, several years ago, uh, my parents came in and we went up to Griffith. And so there's like a thing on there where they have like a thermal camera so they can just as you're standing there. Right. And so I'm just like white and orange. And then there's like the, the photo of like Marissa standing next to me who just looks like a sad clown <laughs> because it's all like brown or not brown, but uh, like blue and just like cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. She's a vampire. Just like the, the sheer difference in both of us. And I'm like wearing like a T-shirt and shorts. Yeah. Or like a, a sweatshirt and shorts. And she's like bundled up. Right. So. It's hilarious. Yeah, your 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 own thermal battery pack, pretty much. Yeah. So, but the chili. So my coach reached out because he was asking about it, and uh, so the chili sleep is this. It's like a mattress topper pad that is connected to like a little box and I or a little cube, I guess is technically what it's called. And so it'll like cool water and run it through this like mattress topper that you just sleep on top of, and so it makes it helps like just cool you as you sleep, and. I probably don't use it as much as I should, but that thing is awesome whenever I do use it or if it's like too hot. Um, Cause one, it definitely doesn't use nearly as much like power as like running AC for the entire apartment. Mm-hmm. So it saves money in that regard. Um, and I sleep better. Yeah, <laughs> Shit's awesome. I, I, I looked it up and those things are expensive. Yeah. Well, I also bought it like five years ago. Right. So, or four, yeah, probably like a couple a couple of years ago, I bought it. So it was like you got the starter pack of edition. Yeah, it's definitely gone up in price. They've well, they've also like updated it too. Oh so no, like, definitely. Like looking at the all the thing, all the little gizmos that go to make it cool is just yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's a little bit quieter. I think it's a little bit smaller. There's also like another version of it too that's like uh, a little bit more powerful. Um, and, and it also depends on uh, mattress size. Yeah, yeah, right. So because the other cool part too both uh, metaphorically and literally is that there is a you can get it where it's like two like two of them connected to one almost so like one side can be like cold while the other can be like hot um so you can like split up a mattress if you wanted um marissa is just always cold i mean realistically probably should have got her the one that like also heated up yeah um but i am selfish so i only bought my i bought it for myself so I just got the twin and just like threw it on my side <laughs> of the bed. Um, so it was great. I love it. Um, and it's interesting too because it's not like it, – it's like cool to the touch, but it's not like cold. Right. So the way that I, I like described it, I describe it is it's like it kind of like takes some of the heat away so that way you're more comfortable rather than like making you cold or cooling you off. Right. Like AC does. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, cause AC, AC kind of like just makes everything like it just ambiently cool, and this it kind of like just pulls like heat off of you. Yeah. I don't know. How, it's it's kind of weird because it's I don't know how to describe it because everyone just thinks that you'd be like sleeping on something cold, but it's not really no, cold. Yeah, I know. I like. Okay, so there's a couple mattresses out there right now. Um, I think there's a Beautyrest mattress with a cool topper, and what it does is it absorbs your body heat and then like kind of brings it down to the bottom dissipates it yeah purple mattress does it too um i really like my purple mattress uh the only reason i got rid of it is because i got a king um performance sleep mm-hmm. um and that thing works wonders um the performance sleep actually does not sleep hot either uh i was surprised because it's not a cooling mattress but it's also not like it's not memory foam or it has like a memory like it, it, there's some sort of thing where like cope uh 
cushions your body, but it's not heat absorbent. So that was my biggest concern is that it was going to make me hot because I'm a hot sleeper too. Mm-hmm. All summer, I was just like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, I know like some of the ma- some of the mattresses will have it where it kind of like your movement causes airflow. Mm-hmm. So like as you kind of like crunch the mattress down a little bit, it kind of like squeezes out air and brings it back in. So it kind of cools it that way too sometimes. So I wonder maybe that's what that's what that one does. It could be, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just thinking aloud. Yeah, I just know the purple the purple mattress has like that that cooling gel webbed in in the uh, in the mattress itself. I I think that's actually the top layer. So. It's super. It's it's interesting because looking at that thing looks like it'd be super uncomfortable. Oh no, man! I had some of the best sleeps on that thing. Best sleeps. Yeah, <laughs> best sleeps. <laughs> I know we we're like in the market for looking for a new mattress too, so we're, I'm kind of curious to see what we, how we go about uh, co about go about it about about it. My sister's in the uh, market for a new mattress too. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, she uh, wants that for Christmas, and I was like, oh, it's fucking expensive. Thanks. Yeah. Dude. Mattresses are so expensive. Yeah, they are. I'm very confused by that. Well, it, a while ago, someone told me there's certain things you need to take care of your body and you have to be willing to pay. Your eyes, your teeth, your feet, and your back. Right? You're going to pay for quality sleeps. Your mattresses are going to be... Son of a bitch. Jesus. That was me. First time for everything. Um, yeah. So you're going to pay for your eyes, right? Because you got to take care of your eyes. You're going to pay for your teeth because... You want to take care of your teeth and then your back and your feet because you're on your feet all day for the most part. And then when you go home and you lay down, you're on your back for about eight hours or at least you want to be on your back. For Ideally. About hours, yeah. To get some good rest. So, you know, I, I can understand why mattresses are super expensive. See, I think it's more along the lines of it's a making sure that they have money. Right. Because how long do people have a mattress? Six to eight years. Right. Yeah. So realistically the cost of a mattress is I can almost guarantee is not like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, I, I feel so to make sure that you're like making money, then you can kind of jack the price knowing that people are going to own it for, Oh, for sure. You know, at, at minimum yeah. five years. Yeah. You're, you know, let's say you, you pay a thousand bucks for eight years or even let's say five years, right? That's 200 bucks a year. You're invested 200 bucks a year for sleep. That's a pretty good investment. Yeah. I mean, most people don't think about it that way, but, right? which is like, a good way to think. Yeah. yeah. My king size performance sleep, I think I got a deal because they were having like a sale. A thousand bucks. They're always on sale. Yeah. Well, I, I've never seen, I've never not looked up the performance sleep or like, or purple yeah. and been like, oh, yeah. there's not a. So purple's gone up. When I bought my queen size purple, it, I fucked up. I should have got the king to begin with. I bought my queen size purple was like seven ninety nine, um, And then the king was only a thousand. Now the king is like, it's probably like thir- 14, 16. And I was like, fuck, I fucked up. Like, <laughs> I probably would have kept my purple had I got the king instead. I wonder if they have like a, di- uh, I, like a trade in or I, something I like tried. that. I tried. Did you? Yeah. They no. were like, no. Oh. I was like, ah, it never hurts to ask. <laughs> Worst they say is no. I was like, I was one of your first like customers in the first year that you guys came out. Like, what the hell, man? Come on. Yeah. I bought in. Yeah. Bought into the gimmick. Well, all right. Well, now you know. If anyone's got any recommendations on uh, mattresses to buy, please let me know. Yeah, I would stay away from like the Sealy, Serta, and Beautyrest just because those are like the long, the old school, long term brands that you know everybody just buys. Like they're the house, they're the house name that you buy at Macy's and JCPenney and shit. Well, they are they've been around for a long time, so they got to be good. Yeah, but they've good. always been spring. 
They've always been spring mattresses. Um, they're they're fairly recent into like the Tempur-Pedic and uh, uh, soft topper. Hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I I would like I would be interested to see what the um, comparison of sales is from the new mattress competitors to the old brand competitors. No, no, no. Yeah, I be that is inter- it is interesting to f- I be I would be curious to see, um, but yeah, I don't know, I don't, no. I don't know enough about mattresses. I remember when Tempur Pedic came on the scene, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, Tempur Pedic!" And then like two years later, they realized, "Oh my god, I sink into this fucking thing. It's <laughs> hot as shit." Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you want? Why wouldn't you want a Tempur Pedic mattress when you can set a glass of wine down and jump on it at the same time? How crazy is that? Yeah. You won't disturb your partner at all. At because all. they're sunk into the mattress and won't feel like <laughs> goddamn thing. It's like from uh, it's like with the scene from uh, Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street, oh, where, where like, they, he, like pulls them into the mattress. <laughs> That's essentially that should have been the slogan or the uh, the commercial. The, yeah, absolutely. I remember a buddy of mine got the Tempur Pedic, and there was like four of us that laid on it, and I think within an hour we all had indentations in that thing. It was like, oh, I just cookie cutter this. Oh, I did. Awesome, Jesus. <laughs> I fiddle too much. Yeah. Can't help it. If Ryan ever goes to your house, don't have anything destroyable lying around. Oh, come on. <laughs> See? And then I just put it back in. <laughs> and no and no one's the wiser. We'll do it this way. See? You can almost hardly tell that I cookie cut it. A cookie cut it? Cookie cut it? Cookie cut it? I don't know what the word would be. Cut. Cookie cut. Cookie cut. You gotta spin it. Yeah, there you go. There. Oh, mm, satisfying. Now you're getting me into this shit. You're welcome. Um, so, damn it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know, it's kind of fun. Anyway, so the one thing that I wanted to yeah. kind of talk about today, uh, yeah, careful. It's going to be, it's going to be, mm-hmm. I know, I'm, I'm thinking about <laughs> all the things I can, it's all I can think about all the things I can fidget with. You need a fidget spinner, put it down there. I do. I, I used to have one of those, uh, those rings. Oh yeah, that you had told me like the spinny thing mm-hmm. on it. Um, until I went, I took it to the beach once, and then got sand in it, and it stopped spinning. Broke all the spin. Yeah, it was very frustrating because I was like, mm, I'm, an- I'm antsy. Um, but one of my so one of my clients was uh, we were working out, and they were you know got a little bit of a burn in the legs mm-hmm. as we were going through a little bit of like a conditioning kind of a conditioning piece, and they were asking about like lactic acid. Is that the stuff in milk? Yeah. Yeah, it's the stuff that makes milk um milk. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like So it's, they had milk in their legs. Yeah. So it's like it's calcium mm-hmm. and milk. Yeah. And, and and lactic acid, and that's milk. Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, so they, they built up a bunch of milk in their legs. Nice. And they but and they were kind of asking about it and there's there's this kind of common cons- or understanding that when you start feeling like that burn and that fatigue that that is lactic acid built up and that's what's causing like the burn in the legs and what have you and then and and then they were you know so that's kind of the common misconception you kind of hear about this too all the time of like okay well you know it's especially crossfit when you start looking at some of the like harder workouts you know they'll talk about like okay well you know after you're done well if they know what they're doing they'll say this but like if after you're done like go hop on the bike just easy ride or mm-hmm. easy walk or something like that to kind of flush the lactic acid out of your muscles. And that's, that's, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you've heard that before. Oh yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure I've said that before. Yeah. 
So, uh, so it kind of got me thinking like, okay, well, what is, you know, to get a little more detailed on like, what is lactic acid and then kind of just kind of, I guess, dispel a little bit of like myths and concepts. Yeah. I thought it might be fun ish. That makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I think one of the things that kind of the, the, the setup for it is the under the idea that lactic acid causes fatigue and muscle soreness. And I said, and I am here today to dispel both of those. So milk doesn't cause fatigue and muscle soreness. No, Shit. it builds strong bones and is a staple of your diet. Circa 1990 to 2000 and like six, six or so. I think so. When did it get revi- When did it get revised? Eight. Was it, was it Michelle? Michelle Obama. Was it? I think so. Wasn't she was, was that was her? Yeah. Yeah. I should know this kind of my job. Um, I'm fairly confident that it was like Michelle Obama was big on the redesign of like the food pyramid. She was anti-milk. She, yeah, she was, she wasn't, she wasn't getting paid off by big milk, (laughs) big dairy, damn dairy farmers. The no, but one of the big things for her was like incorporating exercise within it. right? Right. So the redesign of the pyramid also has like steps on the side. If you haven't seen it in a while, I think it changed again. I haven't looked into this in a while. Oh man. Um, I haven't looked at the food pyramid since high school, maybe. Yeah. 2002. I mean, it rightfully needed to be changed because it was like the bulk of... It was so outdated. The bulk of the the base of the pyramid was grains. Yeah. So outdated. And I think like protein protein was like towards the top of the list. I think it was... Was it the second second rung or something like that? Uh, What was the top one? Uh, It was like candy and sugar. Yeah. Stuff like that. That was also confusing because I was like, man, I like that. Candy's at the top. That's where I want to be at the pyramid. <laughs> Everyone wants to be at the top. Yeah. But you got to build the foundation. So you can have all that grain to get the fruits to eat your proteins, which you can then accomplish or celebrate by having all the sugar you want. Well, like fruit and veggie, fruit and vegetables are on there too. Yeah. I, man, I can't remember. I feel like you should probably look this up, but nah. Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's more It's more fun to be wrong and just can stay ignorant. Yeah. We just get fact checked by our fans later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, lactic acid, AKA milk Mm -hmm. causes fatigue and muscle soreness. Got it. Um, and so the, I guess the, the first one to just kind of like kill it, kill it out of there is that, um, that does like lactic acid doesn't cause soreness, um, at all actually. Right. Um, so the, do you know what causes soreness, Eric? What causes doms? Depends on what we're talking about. From exercising? Mm. Specifically? Specifically? I, fuck, I always just blame the workout for soreness. <laughs> muscle tearing, muscles uh, building, and then lack of hydration. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the lack of hydration could definitely play a role into it. Um, but you hit it, right? It's it's muscle tearing. Yeah. So when we when we're like when we're exercising, when we're putting ourselves under stress, under load, we are having these microscopic tears in our muscles. And so the tearing, which is a good thing, right? Within reason. Right. We want that. Um, that tearing and then the resulting inflammatory process, um, because we've created damage, is what causes soreness, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, as an aside, eccentric exercises, um, do it more. So if you ever do a heavy set of like negatives, um, those are going to be the thing that's going to suck. Um, you're going to be way more sore, um, which actually leads me to another side point. Gotta love it. Is um, 
so I was talking to somebody about pull-ups and they were asking about doing just a bunch of negatives. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes and no. Yeah. I'm like, negatives are good to like build up, to help build up some strength. I was like, but you got to be careful because that will make you like wildly sore. Oh, 100%. Um, and like, I don't know, probably give you rhabdo <laughs> potentially. But, uh, yeah. They, depending on how many they're doing, but yeah. So er, like early, early, early on into my training career, I'm fairly confident I gave somebody rhabdo. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Because of we were doing negative pull-ups and I didn't, wasn't fully aware of that concept. Um, and I didn't think we did that much because he could already do pull-ups. Yeah. Um, this guy, Chris. Anyway, he he came in like one of the next days, and I and like I looked at both of his arms. And I was like, "Did you did you just do like a bunch of curls or something before you came in?" Yeah. And he was like, "No." I, he's like, "I forgot to message you." He's like, "Yeah, my arms got like swollen." Fuck. And I'm like, Ugh. "And uh, and I'm like, did your did your pee change color at all?" And he was like, "Not really." And I'm like, "Not really." It's, and he was like, "Yes or no?" He was like. <laughs> A little bit. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, almost almost killed somebody. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Um, the the hubris of youth, or not youth, of inexperience. Yeah. So anyway, you got to be careful with stuff like that, even in conditioned people. Um, I think so, I had a similar story. I had, I had an athlete. Uh, her name was Stephanie. I think she was, I think it was pull-ups also. No. Um, and she had, she was complaining that her biceps were swollen. And she also had bruises. And the first thing that we asked her was like, did your pee change color? She's like, not that I noticed. I was like, okay, um, you're not working out today. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to stay home. Yeah. You're going to, well, she was like a, she's a, uh, she's a baker as well. So she's like always constantly using her arms. So it's, that didn't help either, but fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can have like, swelling is definitely the a, a negative indicator right um inflammation is not inherently bad but swelling more often than not is yeah so yeah they so anyway point is he uh he had some swollen arms and i was very concerned swollen not swole yeah not swole just swollen <laughs> It was super frustrating so anyway if you're ever going to be doing like so eccentrics are definitely like a, a massive uh massive muscle terror so you definitely want to use those like fairly sparingly within like a, any sort of like training program for the most part, just be and just because it has such a high tendency for like severe DOMS as well as a potential for, you know, rhabdo. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of crazy. Um, even in trained people. So, but yeah, anyway, muscle tearing, right? That's, that's, that training causes that. So not just like, uh, lactic acid causes it per se right. so it's like one of those uh one of those like grade school tests where it's like all cats are lions but not all lions or cats or something you know one of those think, things yeah i think it's reverse but yeah i said it wrong mm -hmm. um though i think they're both are they both correct because they're technically cats all of them are cats all lions are cats but not all cats are lions there you go that's there we go mm -hmm. we're back all right you did better on that than i did <laughs> apparently <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it's a kind of like one of those things. So it's like, you know, not all muscle, um, exercise causes muscle soreness, but not lactic acid doesn't always cause muscle soreness type of thing. Uh, we're almost there. We're yeah. getting there. Whatever. Yeah. You, you get the gist. Yeah. So then going into like lactic acid, 
Um, so out of curiosity, do you know what lactic acid is? Yeah, milk. I just fucking oh, said okay. it. Okay, well, yeah. outside of milk. Uh, is it the stuff that you burn bodies in? Oh, it's sulfuric acid. Sorry. Um, no, actually, it's nitric acid. Nitric acid. Yeah, you want nitric acid. Uh, um, other than milk, body milk, I don't really know. <laughs> other than body milk. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Um. So lact- lactic acid is, it's actually a byproduct of metabolism, right? And so by metabolism, I mean the creation of energy. So in humans, I'm going to dumb it down a little bit, but there's, or I guess living organisms, we generally produce energy in a couple different ways. So um, if you go way back to the very beginnings of your um, like trainer education, we have uh, ATPPC, you remember what those are? Uh, amino transphosphate, uh, fucking something. <laughs> so a- ATP adenosine triphosphate. Thank you. Which is <laughs> created by mitochondria, which is sugar, the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> Come on. I didn't take chemistry. This is biology. <laughs> I didn't fucking pass biology. Oh, everybody knows the only <laughs> thing people ever got from biology class is that the my, that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. I got a C in that, so I don't. Oh know. come on, a C minus actually. Oh whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so ATP adenosine triphosphate, which we've actually talked about before when we did our supplement episode, because um, we we're relating that into how creatine works. Yeah. So anyway, so you have ATP uh, or ATPPC, which stands for phosphocreatine, um, is kind of our very 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 fast um, energy production. After that, then we have the glycolytic, and then following that, there's more to it, but you know these are the base three that we usually talk about, and then after that is oxidative. So uh, glycolytic is kind of that mid-tier energy production. You could think of like a kind of like a soccer player is kind of usually what they describe it describe it as, and then um, the oxidative is what you would envision with like uh, long di- Jesus. long distance like running mm-hmm. or a long duration sport. So the, the faster it is, the higher, or, you know, the shorter the time domain, the higher the energy production is required, uh, but also doesn't last as long. So, you know, when you think of like oxidative oxi- ATP, this is like a, a sprint, like an all out sprint. Where would swimming fall in that? Swimming? Yeah. Uh, it depends on, I think it would depend on the event. Oh, okay. So, and well, and here's the other part. So one of the challenges with, with me- this like metabolism concept, at least from the training side is it's often talked about as in it goes it, it, it starts from one then as time progresses then it moves to the next then it moves to the next right right you might remember seeing these like little curves yeah so but in reality they all happen at the exact at the same time it's kind of more of a by it's a little bit more of like a biases as to where energy comes from because um, there's kind of certain mechanisms that need to be kind of kicked in for other ones to kind of really take full effect so in reality, your ATP system is always working, um, but just to what extent it can work is kind of based off of the, the exercise that you're going to be doing. So that's kind of the gist of it. Um, so the, you know, the, fa- the faster you're doing something, the more biases you're going to have towards like the faster energy production. Um, and with higher intensity means that you can only do it for shorter amounts of time. So et cetera, et cetera, um, which I'll kind of get into a little bit. So anyway... So lactic acid is actually a by, is a byproduct of metabolism, specifically within the glycolysis or the glycolytic system. Um, sugar. 
Uh, yeah, to a certain degree, yes. <laughs> I know that word. Yeah, right. So you can th- you can think of like glycogen, right? Is like kind of through the sugar, sugar like sh- the uh, stores of the sugar in the body, um, right? With muscles, liver, um, kind of the main stores, and then you also have like circulating circulate circulating sh- uh, glycogen um, in your blood as well as you like, you know, just exist. Right? Sugar in sh- water. Sh- sugar. Um, so yeah, so lactic acid is kind of the collective term, um, from the production of lac or the breakdown essentially of lactate and, uh, or the breakdown of lactate, which is really the, the milk, I fucking which said is milk. Yes. Damn. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I can't just, I gotta, I gotta get it out. Um, right. And hydrogen ions. Got it. Okay. So to, so then what does lactic acid do? Is another fun one. Yes. Um, right. So lactic acid is, so we know that it's formed in the muscles like during glycolysis. Um, as a byproduct. It's a, it's as a byproduct. So to get a little more nerdy, it's to, um, it's to help clear of uh, an accumulation of what's called pyruvate, um, which again is not, which is another byproduct of glycolysis. Um, if you ever want, I think it's the, oh shit, what's the name of the cycle? It's not the Krebs cycle. It might be the Krebs cycle. Mm, the Cori cycle? One of these. I can't remember the, all the biological terms for all these like different energy productions. Anyway, it's one of those. <laughs> Look it up. Um, I hated the, I hated having to remember how to do all that stuff. Um, therefore, I didn't. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah, I uh, didn't either. <laughs> um, so, so all of these things will kind of exist within cells, and the burning that we actually get is actually a byproduct or is a product of the hydrogen ions, the the hydrogen that gets built up, because what happens is it actually lowers the pH of kind of the cell, if you will, or the the area, um, making it more acidic, which is another term for, uh, a term for that is called acidosis. Mm -hmm. So, and there's there's variations within that where acidosis can actually become a a, a actual problem, um, especially if the pH in your blood changes, which will lead me to another point. Is this is always, always, always what like messes with me when we talk and I could be talking about an ass on this one, but when people talk about like, uh, you remember pH water, right? Alkaline water being a big old thing. Yeah. Yeah. It always bugged me on that because drinking alkaline water might be good for the stomach. If you do have like a more high, like a more acidic stomach, cause it'll kind of balance it out a little bit. Right. Um, cause alkaline water is more basic. So, but the problem is, is that our body chemistry is so like finely tuned um, that any, like any variations to say like our blood, like pH levels can like really quickly throw everything out of the, like out of whack. Mm-hmm. So to be, to either be a little bit more acidic or a little bit more basic, um, can like s- significantly mess with a bunch of like physiological processes, um, especially, especially like running through our, our body. So our, our system is super, super tuned to be able to maintain um, kind of this perfect like homeostasis and especially when things start to become out of whack it does a very good job at like self-regulating so that way things don't get too crazy and actually like ruin the system because ultimately our body is our body is like our the goal is survival yeah and it's going to do a lot of things to make sure that you survive um, and it's largely will help you also from doing stupid stuff <laughs> um, right so like you can't you can't really hold your hold your breath to like pass out. Right. Right. You kind of like these innate your processes. Your body will make you breathe. It kind of makes you breathe. Unless you're underwater. But <laughs> even then your body will be like, yo, we need air. 
Yeah, right? Yeah. Because then what happens is you it's <clears throat> most of the time you start sucking in water. Yes. Right? Um, not because you passed out from holding your breath too long. <laughs> like it doesn't quite work that way. Nope. Um wait real quick on the pH or the alkaline water. Is that the same like was that happening there that craze happening at the same time where people are like like doing charcoal water too? I think charcoal water came a little bit after that. Was it a little afterwards? Yeah. This yeah. self detox concept. Yeah. Which is another cre that's a that's a topic for its own. But man, like the whole like detoxing stuff, like are there things that you can you can take to help? A hundred percent. Like very much so. You know, there's by our detox teas. Yeah, by our, our skinny teas. Yeah, we have skinny teas. The reason you have diarrhea is because of all of the toxins in your body. Yeah. What the fuck is a toxin? What does that mean? <laughs> That's what kills me, right? What does that mean? Um, it's a toxin, Ryan. Yeah, it says it right here on the box. Toxin means it's bad for you. <laughs> but like, it's so it's so infuriating, right? Because like, there are legitimate concerns like that we can talk about when we're with like things in our food, right? We drink out of plastics. You know, these microplastics are kind of presenting themselves as like legitimate issues in in our like systems um you could talk about heavy metals right within our foods and agriculture like that's that's a legitimate concern um glyphosate which is part of like the some of the chemicals that they use for like pest con- uh, like insect control yeah, on like yeah. plants right mm-hmm. that's a concern right these are all things that like our water systems are like filled with shit but the fda says it's at minimal level so we're at minimal risk that's that is cor- i mean that is largely correct like you can't don't throw that shit out there because that's that's dangerous talk. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing while I'm saying I know, I know. <laughs> but that is that is a little bit of some dangerous talk because like it is frustrating to hear something like that and be like, you know, the FDA has it's like, you know, it's minimal minimal levels, yeah. therefore minimal risk. Yes. Right? What is but like But the, what is minimal risk? What Yeah, yeah. right. But thing thing <laughs> you, you have to you have to to a certain degree kind of Everything that we do has some inherent risk. Um, you know, we, I, like, our, our systems are not meant to handle the unbelievable volume of people that we have um, to do it, to, like, to do it well and also, like, say, like, net, net neutral or net negative yeah. or net positive, I guess, when it comes to, like, the environment or anything else, right? Like, there's, there's trade-offs to all of these processes, but... Um, but when we're talking about like detoxing the body, that's always frustrating because like if you have like a functioning kidney and like liver or sorry, yeah, you're sorry, kidneys and liver, yeah, the, those are our they detox you, yeah, right, our lymphatic system, like they, all of these things yes. are detox detoxins, yes, detoxins, detoxers, detoxers, detoxians, Deto- yeah, Deto- sure, detoxians, detoxians. yeah, um, sounds like an alien race, San Diegans, San Diego, <laughs> San Diego, but. If, if we have like healthy, like relatively functioning organs, then they do their job surprisingly well. But there, like I said, there are things that you can take that like help it. But to do like, the, I think the problem is, is that this idea that we take, we'll, we'll take something and it just has like a net positive for our body. But we're just, we're, but how do, how can we confirm more often than not, we don't because a lot of these things aren't necessarily tested or like evaluated from like right. a scientific standpoint. But like, it's the same thing when we talk about like icing, how, when we ice something for the idea of inflammation, then we're, we're putting just something on top of our body. How do we know that it's only acting on say the negative, the negative, uh, inflammatory processes? We don't. And it, the short answer is it's not. 
So the same kind of rule applies. Like, you know, if we're taking stuff that's going to be, you know, detoxing our body, like charcoal, for example, like, yeah, great. Charcoal's great for filtering water. Um, but we start ingesting it into our body. Like at, how do we know that it's only, it's only taking the the bad and not also the good, mm-hmm. right? It's the same. It's a, one of the same issues that we have when we're, when we're talking about, um, probiotics, right? Like probiotics can be good, but at a certain point, there's also a negative to it too, because it can, they can mess with our, like our, the flora in our, um, intestines. So you can have over or under development of like certain gut bacteria that can eventually wreak havoc on our system. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot to it and it's not just as simple as like, take this one thing and it will do this one thing. In, especially in the supplement world, it almost always comes down to if it sounds too good to be true, it almost guaranteed is. Um, if the claim seems pretty grandiose, it's probably it probably is and not actually that effective or healthy or healthy more often than not. Um, again, because anybody, especially with supplements, and we've said it before, anybody can make something and put it out to the market. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like until somebody gets sick then it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. But if people are taking shit and they're fine, we're Gucci, baby. Like skinny tees. Like skinny tees. It blows my mind that that shit, I cannot believe that that shit is out there. It's so, it's so mind-blowing to me. Natural diuretic. I mean, yeah, di- like sure, I guess. Yeah, if you consume any amount of water or something that's going to help you shit, yeah, of course you're going to fucking lose weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean... So, there's so much, so much, <laughs> there's so much problems. I hate it. Ugh. The supplement industry is like multi billions of dollars every single year. And if you think that that much money is floating around inside like anything, like you're mad about Amazon making up a whole lot of money, like, and potentially predatory processes, the supplement industry is no fucking different in any way, shape or form. They're, and if not worse, they're better at it. They're, they're they're definitely better at it they're because way better at it. because Amazon prides Amazon prides itself on convenience, right? It for better or for worse, for you know, with minus you know, not necessarily thinking about all the processes that go into how it make things makes things convenient, mm-hmm. um, i.e., the workers. The it does have like there's a, a general benefit that comes to the consumer. The problem with like. Uh, but it's, it's convenience is kind of what we're aiming the, what it's largely aiming for. But you look at like a lot of the supplement industry and they, they prey on the negatives that come from it. It's very much like social media, right? Like, I mean, fuck, you just had this big report come out about like the negative implications that like Instagram and like these social media platforms are having on like kids makes sense. We all know it. Um, so whatever, but, uh, but so it's, uh, but the supplement industry preys on the insecurities and these like negative, I guess, like social aspects that we have of ourselves, right? We have body image is a massive thing. And that's largely changing, um, which I, I think is a fantastic thing, but there's still a lot of that out there. Um, and so, of course, you're going to have like products that are going to be like get lean, like lose weight, right? Because we have this stigma on like, if you have body fat, you're a bad person in some capacity. And which is insane to, which is an insane concept. But, you know, again, I think it's changing. So that's a positive. But of course, if there's a way to make money, people are going to prey on that. Yeah. Right. It's, that's con men. It's, you know, Ponzi schemes, like all of these things like exist because 
they they prey on insecurities of you know you want fast cash here's a way to get fast cash N- knowing that it's largely impossible it's not gonna really work for you yeah um only so many people can sign up for fucking arbon yeah <laughs> or uh like isogenics right before the the mlm finally like it begins to collapse what I, I was i was watching this video a long time ago or a little uh, a while ago that was talking about like how many levels of multi-level marketing can happen before you just hit every single person in the, like in the world yeah and it's like it's a surprisingly like small number really yeah right because it's like right because the idea with like a lot of these multi-level marketing is like you have one person who hires another person who, who then hire another people who right for yes yeah right and so <clears throat> we look at ex- exponents and these things like multiply aggressively right right so you have one person who's, who does 10 then 10 people who do you know so one person who does 10 we're at 11 those those 10 people then do 10 and now we're at 101 right right and then if the same thing goes now we're at like 10,000 i'm doing quick math so i might be wrong on that right, but right, like right, yeah. but you get the gist right so it and that's growth. that's and that's only level what 4 yeah right so then it keeps going and eventually you're into like millions yeah and then the 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 world right and that doesn't even factor into the ability that like there's you know places in the world that like maybe this is their spots in the world or people that aren't going to have the like economic background to be able to do that. So that also takes out a huge swath of the population. So then therefore like it's not that far um, before MLMs don't work anymore. That's a crazy way to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That could happen real fast. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's, that's realistically. It. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the supplement industry, you got to be wildly careful Do your fucking research, please. So anyway, back to lactic, to lactic acid. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we're looking at the like a drop in the pH, and so that's actually a lot where the the burning sensation sensation comes from is these like hydrogen ions, um, right? The uh, acidification of your like muscles essentially. And so we kind of earlier talked about this um, like the self regulatory process, and that's kind of the self regulatory process that happens is like if you've ever I think a sled sprints like sled pushes are a perfect example of this of like or if you ever like did some like hard work on the assault bike, yeah, you can only go so fast for so long. If you exercise or if you've exercised in like any high intensity manner, you kind of know that you can only push for so long. Um, the bike and like the sled are kind of one of those perfect examples of like where you can feel, you can, you can actively hit muscle failure um, where this acidification gets so high that essentially the, your, your muscles just don't. That's it. Yeah. All right. Um, I remember, Back at uh, CrossFit Chicago, RIP, um, we did this, uh, we had what's called the bro down throwdown, and it was awesome, but we did this thing where we had to do a sled sprint, and so for all of the people who were, who pretty much never did sled sprints, this guy was one of them, um, starts off fantastic, like, I got this, like, it's only, this is cake, it's only like 50 feet down, 50 feet back, like, no worries whatsoever, until it's not, and then all of a sudden, you just like, you just stop. And it's like, okay, pick your legs up. Yeah. I can't. Nope. And then you're just like leaning into this sled, hoping that the sheer weight of your body will push it along because like the only other option is to rest. Like you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to ever like experience that, but that's, a, it's effectively what is happening um, when we have this, you know, this buildup of quote unquote lactic acid or specifically hydrogen ions. Um. I would say I would definitely say I feel that more in the bike than I do. Well, I think sled, I conscientiously approach sled with the idea of knowing like I can only go 
so hard for so long, so I need to pace the sled, especially when it's push and then pull. Oh, oh, yeah. But the bike, man, I I don't know. I I, I tell myself, hey, you could probably only keep this pace for about two minutes, then you're gonna collapse real real hard. <laughs> yeah, and so, and so what? Oh, dude, it's wild. <laughs> It's so wild. It's it's a funny feeling when your your legs just like you start to feel your legs just give. They're just like, we don't have any more. Yeah, we know we can't keep pushing. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it's 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 a very weird sensation. And then if you sit down or lay down and you try to get back up, it takes time. Oh yeah, it takes time. Um, and that then that's kind of one of the reasons why like you want to, especially if you're ever doing like bike stuff or like you go for like a run or whatever, like walking or. Uh, like riding a bike, something simple and cyclical that you can do afterwards is nice because you do still want to like slowly move Mm -hmm. um, because your body clears it, right? Um, Because what's happening is, and this is where fitness comes in hand, like will come in handy as like, as you get more fit in a bunch of variations, right? In different ways, you get more adept at either, um, your body gets better at creating energy through all of those processes that we just kind of referenced, as well as it does better at con- like th- these conversions of converting to energy, as well as converting out any of the like byproducts from you know the waste essentially that gets made. Right. So, you know, if you've uh, if you've ever done CrossFit before, which both of us have, you know at the very very beginning you're like, man, my like ability to do this is shit. Like you just can't push that long. You like the idea of doing an hour long or like anything longer than like a 10 minute workout is like hell for you. Mm -hmm. But you very quickly start to build up the ability as your body gets continuously stressed and learns. It's like, Hey, we probably should get good at this. And so you start getting better at energy production. You start getting better at waste removal. Um, and that's like, you know, that's these big increases that we start to see in fitness. Yeah. Um, so it makes it, it makes a huge impact, um, to be able to kind of play with these different, like, processes i would even say there's plateaus to that too because you know like you said from the beginning we we have to train our body to reach that and then we start working out let's let's say five days a week but then we push our bodies harder and then our body's like oh like new challenge right so like our lactic acid starts to build up over the five days because we're pushing ourselves harder in those five days so you know we get that incline and then we get that 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 flat that plateau and then we'll get another incline then we'll plateau and then we'll get another incline and pl- yeah so it's just it's you know our body is always adapting to that stress and that lactic acid buildup the harder we push it the more consistent we push it the hydrogen buildup hydrogen because that's sorry that's the that's the cause yeah right we think lactic acid <clears throat> is that is the the can the connection of lactate and hydrogen ions yeah milk and hydrogen milk and hydrogen um, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Like we get stronger, like you're not going to get that much stronger by only say squatting 135 pounds. Yeah. Like at a certain point you will plateau at that weight and you have to stress your body with more. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the progressions. The same rule applies when we're looking at like metabolic conditioning, right? Metcon, if you will, for like any of the CrossFit workouts. Um, if you, if you strategize plan and progress appropriately, then you can effectively train people up to get better at certain metabolic conditions, right? So if you want to think of like short sprints versus long runs, um, my dumb ass is, is doing a half marathon, <laughs> right? And the, right. The interesting part about it is I've been, tr- I would argue that I'm training appropriately and I've been able to 
significantly increase my ability to uh to run long distances consistently yeah um so for example i've just hit i was able to do six miles right full like full straight on six miles yeah um four weeks ago i think that would have killed me um so it's amazing how i think four weeks goes when you told me you were gonna do it and it's like who the fuck are you yeah i'm a runner boy now (laughs) i got shoes my nipples hurt one day (laughs) i'm off to a good start you're chafing so bad. Wait, I had to take my shirt off. <laughs> I was like in the middle of the run and I was like, uh-uh. Just, oh, no. Just cut a hole right in the area. Should I? Yeah. Should I do that for my race? 100% you should. Okay. When is it? Uh, It's in November, uh, December. December. December what? It's in December. I'll leave it at that. Oh, man. I'll tell you I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, but yeah, I that, sat out there with a sign and my my shirt cut open too. Yeah, support. <laughs> People would be like, "Is this Mean Girls reference?" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. Nope. <laughs> Is that Mean Girls? Yeah, it's Mean Girls. So, um, but yeah. So it's progression, right? You can progress yourself to like l- your body to like learn how to adapt to these stimuli, if you will. And there's a lot of ways that you can kind of you know, rig it in different ways to kind of maybe happen a little bit faster, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. But Nonetheless, progress, you have to progress into things. Um, so that means for your new your new person, throwing them onto a bike and be like, all right, we got a seven-minute sprint workout today, guys. Have fun. Um, that brand new person is probably going to fucking die. <laughs> like, you're probably going to, you're like, they're going to like throw up, right? Their body can't handle that like massive influx right. of all of these like, well, one, it's the massive decrease in like blood sugar levels. Because the body's not adapted to be able to handle intense exercise. No, yeah, it's a, an immediate throw-in. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's it's like quickly they're gonna like, I you see all of a sudden they're like real pale. Oh yeah, right. They're clammy skin, and then you could just see that thousand yard stare, and you're just like, little, like uh oh, it's coming. Yeah, like you know this is about to happen. It's coming. So it's if you have new people, you have to pay. You have to absolutely have to pay attention to that because like it is a recipe for disaster and i would say even well not even more so but definitely take more caution in the summer like the summer months because people who are not conditioned to work out in the summer oh man not only do their does their body have to work extra hard to regulate their temperature they have to like all like you're saying all that sugar all that energy is going to uh regulating your body it's it's sparing what little it can for the workout and it's just like yeah well, another interesting part too that made me think about this is reg- you also have to keep in mind like what is what is the thing that you are testing. So we're we're talking about like short sprint stuff yeah. right now. So you have to ask the person if they've done that stuff before, if they've done that style of training before, because even like so for example, I did some work with uh, like a long distance runner, like well, mid- like a middle distance runner. And from like that level of conditioning, they're phenomenal. They're, mm. You could look at them and be like, you're a really good athlete, actually. Yeah. But they never did or trained any of those short sprint stuff. So you, I like, I ha- when I was working with them, I had to be like very cognizant of like how much do I push them, looking at like their heart rate, looking at just, right. just their general uh, demeanor. Um, because even though from a conditioning side, you can argue that they're really good, that type of conditioning, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um so we did some good stuff, like built them up, but there was like, there was definitely one of those days where um, we did a, we were doing a session. We were working on just purely just Olympic lifting and they wanted to do um, like, just like some, some little like sprint work on the bike. Cause it's, you know, easy, it's simple on the joints, et cetera, right. et cetera. Yeah. Homie was going hard 
and uh then i saw him get off with like this kind of that that stumble and you're almost just like shit <laughs> like god damn it i so, broke him i broke him already no 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 Mm-mm. no this was this was uh not my doing on this one <laughs> and uh i knew better but so they yeah so they like walked watched him walk outside like walked up and like you do you okay man he's like i'm not feeling good I'm yeah like, i know you're not <laughs> i'm like hang out grab some water got him like some of those sugar pills and uh like thankfully i had those again thank god i have those stupid sugar pills with me yeah um I, like pop two of those and like you know, two minutes later he was like whoa okay i'm back yeah. he's like what just happened i was like you're deconditioned for this yeah right and it's like it's like a weird concept because they're like i run i do all of these like training like how am i out of shape for this and it's like it's not it's your, different it, it's different yeah right it's similar it's same same but different but different yeah yeah it's like a circle not a square not a square I remember, uh, I remember actually a couple athletes and I'm glad like I had BCAs on me. Um, summertime training, it was just like they had done like boot camp, or they had done, you know, something similar, but they'd never done CrossFit to the, to the intensity we were doing CrossFit. And I can't tell you how many people I've sat down in front of the fan with a wet towel <laughs> and throwing BCAs in a water bottle saying, you're going to sit down for the next 20 minutes. Just chill yeah, and drink like, this. Don't get up. Yeah. Hang out, and then they do get up, and it's like, oh, okay, you're gonna fall over. Yeah, you watched, you watch the light. Oh, I've seen it. The yeah. light leave their I, eyes. I've seen it. I was <laughs> like, all right, timber. Yeah. No, it's 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 scary. I I mean, it's it's happened to me, so I know through experience. It's just like, yo, you need you need to sit your ass down or lay down. <laughs> yeah, it it is crazy, man. It is like, and it, it it's one of those like it it takes one to know one, right? So yes. like, you, and most people have like have hit that brink before, where yes. you're like, uh. Uh oh, yeah. Something not right is happening to me. I hit, I hit it recently. I was working out with uh, Troy and the gang um, at the house, and it was like my first like intense workout back. And I made the mistake of working out with Troy because, you know, why not go hard, right? Naturally, two workouts in, I was like, I'm done. I was <laughs> on the floor. I was like, I need Gatorade. I need cranberry juice. I need whatever you guys can give me that has sugar. Should give me sugar, water, please. ice pack. Uh, my my feet were up on the chair. My head was down on the ground with a cold compress. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I know I'm done. That's it. Yeah, and that's all. And that's all she wrote too. Like yeah. once you hit that point, it's like, all right, training's over. Mm-hmm. Like we're done for the day. Yep. Uh, it's wild. It's a very wild ride. So, but that that's again, you be careful yeah. with with new people, especially yes. like that. Um, yeah, we already kind of talked about that. Oh, okay. So the other part too is, so then we talk about like, okay, so we know what it, we kind of explained a little bit about like what it is, where mm-hmm. it comes from, what it, how it's used. So then the question is, um, how do you reduce it? Right. Right. So the, the first point is getting better, right? Mm-hmm. Increasing your fitness is kind of how you, in, how you increase your ability to reduce it. Essentially just, it means it takes longer for the buildup yeah. because what's happening is it's, there's 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 competing actions happening at the same time so your exercise is producing like lactate and these hydrogen ions and at the same time your body is trying to reduce it so it's kind of this constant battle so what happens what's happening is as this intense exercise increases you're essentially producing more than your body can clear and so and this is where that self-regulation kind of comes in is where like your body slows down. Like it just can't do it anymore. Um, so that helps kind of bring back that balance. So, but when you become fitter, 
in whatever it is that you're training, your clearing gets better and you can do more fat, like you can clear more faster. So then that just in turn means that it takes longer. It'll take longer of higher intensity exercise to like build past that threshold. Right. So it's, it's just that constant building game. Right. Again, this is where practice comes in. Um, as for, the, as for the, the other things, that's pretty much it as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, because just general movement doesn't necessarily clear it more. Like it's just a, it's a cellular process that just has to kind of happen. There is an argument that can be made. Um, I know sometimes people will talk about taking, um, uh, baking soda, mm-hmm. sodium or sodium, bi- calcium bicarbonate, sodium bicarbonate, calcium bicarbonate. One of the two. I think it's both technically. Um, I think it depends. On well, like a teaspoon is. or, uh, well, there's a, there's a couple issues. So like Tums is calcium carbonate. Yeah. Right. So, but the problem is, is I think if you're doing like baking soda, for example, uh, you have to be careful because it can also cause like, uh, intestinal gastrointestinal yeah. distress. Yeah. I was going to say your stomach gets all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it can make you throw up just mm-hmm. be, just because it's too basic. Yeah. Right. And your body's like, whoa, purge, like, hey, purge, purge these yeah. toxins. We don't want this. But there's an argument that can be made that um, taking like more of a, and and I, I question this because of kind of the same idea with like the alkaline water right. is taking something that would essentially buffer it out of your, out of your cells, yeah. right? So you have, you have a base and an acid, which will reduce itself um, to salt and water. Um, and that, that, uh, or all salt and water, I should say. And, uh, that somehow that gets into like your muscles and your blood and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know that I agree with that or I'm aware of that process actually being effective. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a little bit more psychological than anything. So I could be wrong. Who knows? No. Um, I didn't look I honestly did not look into that, but as far as I'm aware, it's just a time. It's a time thing. Right. I, like time heals all wounds. Time clears all acids from the, from the muscles. I got one for you on that specifically is, uh, I've heard that rolling out mm-hmm. will help move around lactic acid. Like you're squeezing out fucking toothpaste? Yes. No. <laughs> no. That's so dumb. Uh, I mean, I can understand why that would make sense. I can understand why people would think that. I can I can get the logic. It's wrong. <laughs> you okay? See, Sorry. So you mean rolling out my quads won't push it down to my feet and then out my out the soles of my feet? Yeah. See, when you whenever you have an intense workout, you got to put those uh those like detox pads on the bottom of your feet, and yeah. you all, you always roll down. Yeah, it's, because it absorbs and pulls yeah, it out. You, you push it into your feet, yeah. and then it comes out the bottom of right. your uh, bottom of your feet, just yeah. like because your feet are sweaty and you excrete all your toxins through your feet through your sweat. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it works. It's science. Milk, milk. You're just pushing more milk out of your body. Um, feet milk. That sounds so gross. Feet milk. <laughs> as I was thinking it and saying it, I was like, this is going to come out gross. And it it just sounds, it sounds as gross as thinking it. Saying it out loud sounds as gross as thinking it. No, that's, I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. It's feet milk. Feet milk. Patent. Oh uh, yeah. Patent, patent pending. pending. We're gonna sell feet milk as sign, a supplement. Sign up for our uh, our our OnlyFans, and you can see us produce feet milk oh exclusively, just for you. No, we have to save that uh, for the what's the feet thing? 
Oh, WikiFeet? WikiFeet. No, that's, that's not how it works. No? Oh. You don't get it, man. Okay, well, then OnlyFans it is. <laughs> OnlyFans it is. Or OnlyFeets. OnlyFeet. Well, Wiki, WikiFeet is... WikiFeet is like a... Like where you put po- like people will post photos of feet and it becomes like a, you can like rate them and rating systems and stuff oh. for like perso- personalities. Well, then we can c- create a subcategory, right? Of like, well, it, it doesn't that that website doesn't really work that way. Oh fuck! Um, it's just a foot website. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, and I can't believe it's a thing. I mean, I can't believe it's a thing. You can find anything on the internet if it, if you could think about it. What's the if you could, if you think about it if you could, if it can be thought it exists on the internet? Yeah, something like that. Um. So, if you build it, they will come. If you build, if you build it, <laughs> they will produce feet milk, foot milk. <laughs> Gross. But so, is that what the Foot Clan from Ninja Turtles drink? Foot milk. The Foot Clan. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's that is what it is. Yep. Is that is that just a uh, a knockoff of the hand from Marvel? Is is Ninja Turtles Marvel? No, I don't think so. I think. Ninja Turtles is... Are they just their own? I don't know if they have a... I don't know if they're... They've done crossovers They have, in the past. but I don't think they're an entity of DC or Marvel. Because that's interesting. I wonder if that's like a, no- if that's like a nod to the hand I in Marvel. I can see it being. Uh, it, would make, it would make sense, right? Hmm. Let's see. Ninja Turtles is owned by... I think it's owned by Konami, right? Uh... Viacom. Viacom. Yeah. Interesting. Is Viacom owned by Marvel? That would slash owned by Disney. Uh, let me see. Is everything owned by Disney yet? I fuck yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um Entertainment Franchise, eighty three comic book. Uh yeah, it doesn't say it doesn't say exactly. Mirage Studios. Who is owned by? Mm, let's find out. Who is it owned by? That's who knows. I don't know. Um, who is it going to be? Is it Alphabet? Is it owned by Alphabet? Company founded by Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, Dover, New Hampshire. Off to a good start. Off to a good start. Founders defunct. Okay. Dissolved. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> No, well, it was off to a good start. It was off to a good start, yeah. Now, not so much. Nope. Well, that's fine. I Whatever. Don't I don't think they're, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, so then anyway, so really the only way to kind of get rid of rid of it is increasing your fitness and time. Right. Um. And so generally when we think about like recovery from this like buildup, it's, it all really just depends on the intensity of it. So the more intense the exercise, the harder you are going. Um, and this is an interesting one too, because like, if you think about like a sprint on the bike, you're going to have a faster accumulation. Therefore, go- then it's going to then take longer to then recover from that. Regardless of your fitness level, it doesn't really matter. Right. Um, but the interesting thing is like about like weightlifting, because you can do say like a set of a heavy five, like a heavy five squats, and that's not that you're going to hit more of a muscular, like a muscular fatigue versus like a metabolic fatigue from like buildup, like acid buildup essentially. So that's inter- it's interesting because it's a, it's more about your overall strength than necessarily your like metabolic conditioning, right? Because a set of 15 is significantly harder than a set of five, um, like 
you feel it more right than the other so so it like you know if doing say like 15 squats with like 20 pound dumbbells is probably going to require more recovery time than doing say like five with like a pair of 50s mm-hmm. so it's kind of weird to think about in that regard it's more of like uh it's the intensity of it's in the intensity and time of usage is kind of the 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 thing here so it could be high intensity but very short like very very short duration and you're probably not going to hit that like um that like over um over development of like um like lactate and uh hydrogen buildup yeah um versus like still trying to do like higher intensity for like longer Long. duration uh right, where then you're yeah. you're definitely going to get into uh into that buildup. so um we all know it we've all felt it at some point in time you've ever exercised but the main point and kind of takeaway from this is that like lactic like quote lactic acid isn't necessarily bad um arguably it actually helps when we're talking about like lactate getting recycled for like energy usage um and it does contribute to muscle burning uh, but it's not responsible for soreness um that is just muscle or tearing and as your fitness improves, it's going to take you longer to get to the point where that buildup is formed and your body runs out of the, like energy to perform. So what do we, uh, what's the ultimate takeaway um, or ultimate goal out of all this is to make sure that you train consistently, make sure you rest and recover, um, and you'll probably be better on your way to improving your fitness. You could also argue that um, foot milk helps build your endurance, therefore lowering your fatigue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. Foot milk. Drink foot milk. Yeah. Mm. Would foot milk milk be like an, like an, uh, like an RTD, like a ready to drink, or are we thinking foot milk's more of like a, like a cream? Ooh. Like a, like a a salve or a balm Hmm. that you would, you would put on. I feel like you should drink it. Yeah. Yeah. I think foot foot milk's a drink. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we're going to have to do some aggressive marketing because people are going to not know what the hell it is. Well, they have to listen to this episode. For sure. Yeah. Step one, Step listen one, to this episode. Right. I think so that would be the base, right? I, I think our, our marketing push is be like, hey, listen to this specific episode and you'll enjoy foot milk. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy foot milk. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. It's got to be an enjoy buy too. Enjoyed buy. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to get some, get some sponsorships. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see if we can get those guys that their business is now defunct. Yeah. Because unlike... Actually, it's defunct, but it's owned by Viacom CBS. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay. So, all right. We'll, we'll, and CBS owns Paramount. And Paramount... Owns neither DC owns or Marvel. Owns absolutely nothing. <laughs> but you know who owns Paramount? Probably Disney. No, Viacom. <laughs> you know who owns Viacom? Probably Disney. No, CBS or Disney owns ABC. And CBS, no. <laughs> and probably Fox, and Marvel, and like secret. See, there's probably like some shell corporations that are like. See, Viacom. Walt actually, Disney's still alive. Vi- Vi- Viacom is actually a shell company for Disney. For Disney, so that way they don't get hit with a monopoly. Like they're uh, uh, monopolizing, monopolizing the yeah. uh, the industry. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> We've cracked the code. If you never hear from us again, it, it's, it's because, because it's true. Yeah, and. Disney came for us. Yeah. Mickey Mickey Mouse came for us. Immortalize us, please. If you've ever seen the South Park episode episodes with Mickey Mouse, that's 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 who came for us. Yeah, that Mickey Mouse. That Mickey Mouse specifically, the one the one who took. Mm, never mind. I don't want to. I'm not gonna say that out loud. <laughs> some there are some things that South Park does. It's just a little more dicey. Yeah, 
than I'm willing to openly express. <laughs> I respect them for that, though. Seriously. Like, I was I was talking to somebody. I was talking to a client of mine, and I was like, do you ever watch South Park? And they're like, no, I can't stand that show. What? And I was like, how, and they were older. And I was like, oh, it makes sense. I'm like, okay, how, I'm like, how come? And they're like, because it's very, you know, it's very vulgar mm-hmm. and kind of crass. I was like, okay, I can, I can get that. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing that got me was he said, I don't necessarily respect the creators because of that. Really? Yep. And so I was like, interesting. And I also know that they like theater. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm like, okay, interesting. So kind of time went on a little bit and we were start, we were continue, like, continuing like talking. Monologues. And I was like, have you ever seen Book of Mormon? Oh, Book of Mormon. That's right. And they were like, oh yeah, I thought that was hilarious as shit. No, no, and they didn't. Yeah, hundred percent. No. Yep. And so I was like, got him. Got him. And, and I'm like, you know, what's really interesting about that is the creators of South Park wrote that. And he was like, what? <laughs> And I'm like, yes. I'm like, the creators of South Park, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, yeah. like, are the writers of the Book of Mormon. And he's like, that is Unbelievable. insane. He's like, I, he's like, I believe you, but I also don't believe you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. What's crazier is that one, like all of the Tonys that year as well. Yeah. Um, like almost swept. It's, it. Yeah, I think what took. I don't remember how it was eleven or out of eleven out of thirteen or something like that. It was, it was ins- a lot. It was fucking insane. Have you ever seen Book of Mormon? No, I haven't. Next time it comes around, let's go. All right, I'm in. I've seen it before. It's it's so funny. I'm in. And if you're a fan of South Park, you'll definitely like get it because get the there's humor, like yeah. there's jokes in it that's like this is a very like South Park reminiscent yeah. like kind of joke. I uh, a friend of mine, former coworker of mine at Trader Joe's, her I think her uncle is Trey Parker. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was telling me she, cause I, I forgot how we brought it up. I think I'd mentioned like, Oh yeah. Like I haven't seen episodes South Park, blah, blah, blah. she's like, Oh, my uncle is the creator or producer of that. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, yeah. And I was like, bullshit. You're fucking lying. Get out of here. Yeah. No. It, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There's, um, I guess speaking on South Park, there's a, it's like a 60, like a 60 minute, not like the 60 minutes, but like a, I think it's like an hour long, like, thing that kind of goes into like how episodes are made mm-hmm. have you ever seen that um i think i saw like a, like snippets of it on how they put it together in the uh, within a week yeah essentially like five days <clears throat> um yeah it's crazy um or actually this was within a week yeah. so i don't know if things have changed but they i mean they make an episode of south park at the time when that came out like they make it that week yeah so unlike a lot of shows where it's like already scripted written out like all like already created and they're just releasing it at that point in time they like make all of that within one week and then this like the second they're done they're on to the next episode that week well, it makes sense, right? Because if we look at a couple seasons ago and like PC thing was like oh, with, super with, huge. With like, PC principle. PC principle. Like every week, whatever topic was that week, the following week was like the follow-up episode to it. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, like the correlation yeah. is, is incredible. And that's that's how they stay on top of it yeah. like so aggressively, right? Because you, you'll see stuff where like, you know, for the for example, The Simpsons, which is a little way more tame. Yeah. But like The Simpsons will sometimes try and make like topical, like topical comments, commentary but it's it's dated mm-hmm. only because like it's been produced however long ago right yeah. so it's like 3 months later or 4 months later and you're just like oh yeah i do remember that that thing happened um although the do the simpsons do predict shit 
They have essentially <laughs> predicted the future. Yeah. Was that Matt, Matt Groening? Um, but yeah, it's it's absolutely insane on how they how they produce all of that stuff and be that funny. It's it's mind blowing to me um, that they can do it. But yeah, that the whole like saga with like PC principal is hilarious. And then they had the P, like then they had the PC babies. Yes, the comment that the like social commentary on that whole thing is is so aggressively on the nose. I thought it was so funny. I I especially uh, with uh, they had like strong uh, what's her name strong woman, who was her who was like the assistant principal. I think so. Yeah, um, that's so good. Yeah, that was that was that was a good that was a good season. I I like. There have been some seasons where I'm just like, oh, it's kind of slow, kind of boring. And then there's like the next season or a couple episodes in, you're like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Yeah, of course. There's going to be, there's always going to be like always hits lulls. and misses. Yeah. But man, that, that show is like, in my opinion, constantly on the up. I wonder, I mean, obviously they're going to go as long as they can, but because let's see, the Simpsons are what, their 38th season or something like that? Uh, No, not 38 seasons. Was it ni- 1991? No. I think was when it started. Like 91 or 92 or something like that. So 9, 10, 11. 30, 33rd season. Yeah, there you go. Really? 30? They're as old as I am? 88? Huh. Yeah, because it started off as like shorts in yes. another another show. Yeah. And then it finally got its own like own thing on Fox like way back in the day. But yeah, I think because when it was the first, the, if you're looking it up, I think the first airing was was in, it was like ninety, I think. Mm, let's see this. Well, thirty three years ago would have been, I guess, eighty nine. So I don't know if that's counting the short that it was on. Nineteen eighty nine, December eighty nine through May ninety. Thirteen episodes. Was season was, one? See, okay, so that was season one of The Simpsons. Of The Simpsons. Does it make note of the like the shorts that it had beforehand? Um, let's see. It's kind of one of those like shitty. It was like one of those like shitty like like five minute clips or something like that that had had it all done. Um, let's see. I forget what it was on. I feel like it was a like a new like a late night talk that show. That was in eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was in eighty seven, and then aired, released eighty nine, and then. The rest is history. <clears throat> rest is history. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. And then South Park is. Mm, I'm going to. I'm gonna say because that was, that was Comedy Holy Central. Holy crap! So I'm gonna say that came out in like. Because when, when was the South Park movie? That was oh, was that 2001 or 2002? Um. And so. I'm going to say South Park came out like 96. South Park, the movie came out in 99. 99. Oh, wow. Okay. So then like 93 is what I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to push. 97. 97. Okay. I was, we I was closer close on my first one. It yeah. threw me off. I can't believe the movie came out that much that, that soon after. Yeah. Bigger, long, bigger, longer and uncut. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, I love that movie so much. <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna watch. Let's watch. I'm gonna watch that tonight. I yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll talk okay. about it next week. <laughs> yeah. So so 96 is that what I said? 90, you, you said 96. They their first air date was August 13th, 97. 97. That's right. And then the movie came out in 99. 99. I remember. I remember watching that. I was so excited. So my friend Kathy, <clears throat> who lived across the street from me when I grew up, or where I grew up, she her her dad was like whatever kind of like didn't really care too much 
Um, and so I remember us talking about how we wanted to watch, watch the South Park movie. And so I like stayed the night over, over at their house and we, he rented it for us and we got to watch that movie. Um, yeah. It was like seven year old Ryan or whatever was just like, what is happening yeah. right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. the best 11 year old me, my, I, I'm pretty sure my dad, uh, took me to see it in the theaters. Oh really? Yeah. And that is, that's an R rated film. And he told me, don't ever repeat this in front of your mom. Say <laughs> Because that's where that's where we got blame Canada. Yes, right. Uh, Kyle's mom's a bitch. Yes. Um, what else, what are some of the other songs? We finally heard Kenny talk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, without his muffle. Without his muffle. Um, Saddam. Was it was Saddam in that one? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he helped. Uh, he helped the devil. Mm-hmm. Satan. There, yeah, Satan. Yeah, we got the the Satan Saddam song. Their like love song, yeah, that's right. Jesus was in it. Yeah, God. that show's crazy. I love that movie. There's been so many like <laughs> wild ass controversies. I think they they I think they also did an episode that depicted Muhammad at one point. Um, I know they did. Um, what's his name? Uh, not um, Osama. Osama. Well, yeah, yeah. They definitely, of course. But I didn't. I, did they do a Muhammad episode? I'm. I'm fairly confident that they did, and it was one that got pulled. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're that. That's that's kind of one of those like, uh, like as far as I'm aware, the when it comes to, like media, one of the limits. Yeah. Of like, you can't do that one. Like the one thing that South Park's like, no. Even though they, I, I believe they tried. Let's see. Um, yeah, look it up. I'm very curious. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Oh yeah, am I right? You are right. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I'm sure you can still find it if you really wanted to watch it. But. Kyle gives a speech about the effectiveness of threats and violence in the original broadcast and DVD release. The speech is entirely censored with a continuous audio bleep, and Muhammad is replaced by a censored bar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they changed. They that's what I remember. That Comedy Central was responsible for censoring the audio, drawing massive criticism from audiences who felt the network did so in response to Islamic terrorist threats. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, it's definitely it's that is definitely a point that needs that is treaded tread lightly, um, because that is as far as I'm aware, kind of like a, one of those big tenants when we're looking at like within like Islam is that it's kind of considered blasphemous to de- like to have a physical depiction of Muhammad, if yeah. I'm correct on that one. Um, right. And it's kind of, you know, if you remember Charlie Hebdo, that was kind of one of the big, big rationales behind it because that, you know, it's the French cartoon strip drew. They killed uh, that dude, right? Yeah. That place got shot up. Yeah. They killed that dude. Um, so, that was, I think that also kind of instilled a little bit more concern as to how, I mean, I think that was after the Muhammad episode, if I'm correct, but that was uh, definitely a catalyst to the idea of like, eh, it's a risk we're not willing to take. Yeah. So, uh, but prior to the broadcast of the episode, the radical Muslim organization, the Revolution Muslim, posted a warning on the website that Parker, Parker and Stone risk being murdered for the depiction of Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Yeah, that's um, insane. <laughs> that's absolutely insane. Um, so, but they definitely do take their they they take their liberties when it comes to uh, 
you know, Jesus and Buddha yeah. and all the other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of the, the, no, the no, no one, but yeah. Hey. Yeah. It doesn't go any further than that. Just saying like, yeah, these, these fools <laughs> put their lives at risk <laughs> coming up with that episode. Mm-hmm. Jeez, man. And, uh, yeah. So now it's censored. Which, Even on the DVD release, which is, is kind of interesting, I'm I'm almost positive that you can still find that episode yeah. or that stuff like floating around for sure. I mean, it's impossible that there's if they've managed to wipe it. But if if they if they if Comedy Central released their DVDs with the censorship, you'd only you the only way to get it would be from the original cut. So somebody mm-hmm. would have to leak the original cut. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, people DVR stuff. Right at that, you think about like when I don't remember when that came out, but people record TV. Yeah, um, I think it said two thousand five or two thousand seven. Yeah, so odds odds are that people like ripped it from like the live broadcast when it originally aired. No, they said that they they censored it before their before the, the original before aired. it aired. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, I thought it I thought it aired <clears throat> and then and then they. Are you sure? It's yeah. It said prior to the prior to the or broadcast of the original episode. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Comedy Central, because they they were getting threats because I think the release of the, I think the hype or because you know how they do previews for the week of what the episode is going to be is like oh like Muhammad blah 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 and that's when the threats started coming in. Well, I, hmm. I want to look into that a little bit more. I'm very curious at this because. Because knowing that they they made stuff on a weekly basis, yeah. there's also not enough time to promo new episodes. They did it. Did they? I don't. I don't know if I. I yeah. mean, I never really. I guess I don't really remember. Yeah, they would. They would give like hints or ideas at what was coming. Previews, trailers. Could did they? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, I'll take your word for it. I not believe like, you. So like. It wouldn't be like a Dragon Ball Z, like next time on, you know, it was like, oh, like this week's episode, they'd give a title and a couple like screenshots from it and then a little description, but not like video clips or animations. It would just be stills. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, nonetheless. Nonetheless. Uh, South Park's awesome and uh, Book of Mormon's awesome and we'll definitely go once once those things start popping back in to into the world we're definitely going to go see it you think we could get trey parker on here no damn we are i'm gonna see if i'm at my friend michelle will throw, we are, throw a line there's no fucking chance one would that, you wet yourself if i got it to happen uh <laughs> i don't know if i wouldn't wet myself but i'd wet myself i would be i'd be very ecstatic because i i am wildly impressed by them yeah um by that like that duo i love their creativity to to have, to be able to speak bluntly and and plainly, and and c- come up with the creativity that nobody really wants to discuss, and still be on air for twenty five years, yeah, that's impressive. I mean, there that's definitely one of those shows that like has, like the 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 muzzle hasn't been able to be like put on no to a certain degree. to a certain degree. I would say ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah. I mean, there's within like within the limits of like what can be said on, right. on television, right? Like it's kind of crazy what they get away with, um, and the, but so it's like that is like impressive, right? That takes balls, and I'm again impressed by how everything has been has been has been going with that show, 
but then just like then they themselves i'm impressed by just the their creativity and their art like i guess the artisticness yeah um right uh, a, a crazy popular tv show a crazy popular and wildly award-winning musical we also had movies Right, if you remember basketball, mm-hmm. that's one of them. Yep. I'm sure there's other ones that I'm not thinking of, but that's the first <laughs> that comes to my head. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm a fanboy, but I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You're of. a fan, yeah. Um, so that would be that would just be like it'd be interesting to like talk to them. But that's also one of those where I'm like I don't know that I'm like, kind of Wayne's World not worthy here. Not worthy because I don't know that I'm a or we're a good enough like interviewer. To have like have somebody like that, but like, like be honest. No, here, no, right? for sure. No, we we would suck at it. Yeah, I feel like we would <laughs> we would severely we would just be wasting their wasting time. Their time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Unless they were like, yeah, man, let's get you know, let's let's order some food and drinks and shoot the shit. Yeah, which would be super cool. Which would also be super cool, but highly unlikely, uh, wildly unlikely. Yeah, but it would be a cool like a nifty concept. Uh, it would be a cool concept to be able to like shoot the shit, but like it's. I, I what what do we bring to the table in that regard? Not a goddamn There's thing except being nothing. fans. Yeah, except being fans. That was it. Yeah, that'd be it. Yeah. I, so I don't know, but it it would be oh, cool. Oh, it could be the first time we live stream on our our Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have the setup for that shit. We I would fucking well, if, I would if I got it. If yeah. I if we were able to pull that interview off, I would dump whatever money we needed to. <laughs> yeah, to that's kind of true. I take out a loan to be like, all right, decking yeah. this goddamn. I thing already out. have the computer. Like <laughs> we have the processor, we have the graphics card. We could we could run it off that computer, bring that shit down here. I'd we're buying it. lights. Oh yeah, we're gonna, everything. We're gonna I get would, a, a nice table. Would make it happen. <laughs> take out a loan easily. No worries. No worries. We'll go into some debt for the absolutely <laughs> for that one thing. We'd be in the red, but then we'd be in the green. <laughs> it would be interesting. I would be, that always be. I'd be very curious to be like, who are these two like schmucks, and then get like them on on like the podcast and i'd be very curious to see like what the the spike, the, the spike would look like <laughs> and then how quickly that spike would drop oh back my down God. oh yeah they're like oh that content mm, so it's, it's okay at best i feel like that would open so many doors for us though it only takes one yeah that's what that's the that's the interesting part it's like especially like industry stuff it's like you just got to know somebody yeah and then once once your name starts getting put out there then that's you know kind of a wrap so like going back to like the missed recording that we couldn't record. I would love, and that's still on top of this. I think I would love to sit down and talk with Dave Chappelle. I mean, I know everybody would, mm-hmm. but I feel like I would have like a lot of good questions for him. I would just love to sit down and talk with the dude. Yeah. It would be, that would be very, very cool. Like, you know, like Don't right off the top of the head, I was like thinking like, Oh, there's, you know, like a lot of affluential people out there. And I'm thinking, I want to talk to somebody real, and I feel like Dave Chappelle's the realest of real. One of those, yeah. It does seem like that, though. I feel like after I've I've seen a lot of uh, controversy around his newest special. I love it. I, the man, the man breeds controversy, and that's what I love about him. I'm curious. I'm curious if the contro- if with anything, right? Comedy specifically. I'm curious if the controversy is as I use this lightly, but like as warranted as it seems mm-hmm. um i need to watch it you haven't watched it yet no okay yeah Have you Where, is it on netflix yeah okay yeah i'm very i'm, I'm very curious because it's se- it seems like just kind of listening to and listening to him through the the years yeah 
I feel like, especially some of his, like some of his, well, with his standups, they tend to have some like deeper meaning. And it seems like his more recent stuff has even deeper kind of context behind everything. His last, his most recent last one before the the one that just got released. uh, Was it equanimity? Something like that. That one had a lot of like stones. I think it was sticks and stones. I think you're way either way. It was, there's two that came out. Yeah. Not the one in his tracksuit, but the other one. The one he did in the park. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. Oh, well, he had a lot. He had a lot to say. And I think he had a lot to say from a perspective that wasn't being oh shown. That was that's that's where he did that. That he was talking about like George Floyd and yeah, that that thing. That one. Yeah, I, I'm. I didn't. I have. I haven't watched. I that. like that one. But more, I was talking about more so his like last like special. The one where he's wearing the green jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. That was hilarious. That one's hilarious. I, I and again, I also think it's it, it was a, a an a voice not and a voice of an opinion that wasn't necessarily popular. Well, of course. And which is what I love. Yeah. Right. He's the one that's going to say, "Here's some shit that you guys need to hear," because you guys are only getting one side, and then drops it on you. Well, I think I think it's interesting, and this is always the thing, right? Where like we we start like canceling comedians um and and I, there's a there's a fine line to be played yeah because there is a point like you can't you can't hide behind the idea of like it's a joke calm down because right. you when, can only get so far with that you can only go so far to a point where it's like okay at this point you're just bad at your job like yeah. you're a bad comedian yeah. if you can't if you can't like move hand, beyond if you can't handle like a low-hanging <clears throat> fruit joke and make it like good yeah um and and so I think that's you know that's not what I'm arguing here, um, but there the hard part is is at least from what I've seen with like comedy, is it's usually like it's people reacting to the written word of it, mm-hmm. which doesn't work because if you look at a lot of comedians like Tom Segura is another like perfect example of this where he's gotten in like in hot water from like previous specials yeah right where um. Like I remember the big one was uh in one of his pre- like last specials where he was talking about like you know things that you can't say mm-hmm. right and he goes through he's like you can't say midget you yeah. can't say gay um and so when I remember reading an article that was like you know oh this poor guy is mad that he can't say gay anymore or that this is gay or you're gay um and like went on this like rant and it's like okay from what you've said makes it sound like you didn't watch the special at all. 100%. And like, because tone and context are so wildly important for like storytelling, yeah. but also joke telling it's, even uh, more the delivery of comedy is It's all, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's time, right? <laughs> it's like how you say it and when you say it. Yeah. And I'm no expert on this, but this is from a, a fan looking in. And so I, th- I feel like, and I, po- I posted this on my Instagram too, that I was just like, I haven't watched it yet, but from all of their feedback, I feel like every like people missed the point. Yeah, and from like what Dave Chappelle's previous special with like with uh, Sticks and Stones kind of got this very similar controversy. Where I'm like, I feel like you've missed a point. Like yeah. you've missed a very important point that's that, being made here. Is that the one where we did the alphabet car? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. Fucking love that. So from what I, from so what I much. from what I understand, the this special from what I understand from what I've read oh, is that man. this special is kind of a response to, to the, the negative back, the backlash that he got from that previous yeah. one. Um 
so I'm I'm just I'm so curious. I'm gonna order some food tonight. I'm gonna crack open a beer. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, that I, sounds awesome. That might, maybe we'll do that tonight instead. We'll watch that. Watch the special. Um, and we'll talk about it a little bit. But yeah, I'm I'm curious. But that seems to be the case, right? He he tends to he tends to put a lot of kind of very heavy social social conversation. Um, or social commentary into jokes and stories, um, right? I mean, that last one, like, you know, if you listen, like, like equanimity, it's very interesting. That, that's the one where he was just, like, sitting on the stool and mm-hmm. kind of talking. Yeah. And that one was so interesting to me because it's not really comedy. It's more no. of just, like, him kind of musing and thinking and yeah. talking and stuff. And it's, like, it's heavy. It's very heavy. Yeah. And it's also, I thought it was very insightful in like stuff that I'm like, man, I, I did not think of it that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, part of, I think what's interesting about comedy is that it is one of the, the few mediums that you can express, you can, you can use it to cope with a lot of different things. You can use comedy to cope with loss and tragedy, um, in a, in a way that lets you, let brings acceptance to what happened. Right. Um, right. Then that's kind of what, like within the theater, right. You always see like the, com- the, the laughing and the sad, like comedy and drama are kind of go hand in hand yeah. in different ways. Um, and so I, I think sometimes it's, it's, it's interesting how people will, will take comedy where if you take a jab, if you're taking a jab at somebody or something that that in turn means that you don't like it. Um, and the, it's kind of the argument of can you separate the art from the artist, right? Can a comedian make a joke about something, but they are say strong advocates for the opposite, Mm -hmm. right? Um, He made a bunch of jokes about the LGBTQ community. Does that mean that he himself does not like them or is it an opportunity to make a joke about it while also having like some heavy commentary on like the social implications of something, right? Um, Which I think is kind of what was happening in that previous special. So it's, it's just, it's just so, it's so interesting. Um, yeah, I'm very curious. Yeah. The, the one you had mentioned, like, um, grief and joy being able to make a joke. The one, the one comedian who I don't find funny, who uses this constantly is, uh, what's his name? Pete, Pete Davidson. Pete. Oh yeah. Pete Davidson. How his father died in nine 11. And it's like every special he has like that specific joke. And it's like, you got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop. Like we we get it, but that's that's a it's a I think it, to me I think that's a poor joke, poor taste joke. Yeah, maybe. But I think this is the point. This is the, another point to it is that joke's not for you. Right. Right. right? And, and s- which I I don't fault him for, right? Like I to me the, the, I don't find him funny to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um but I won't necessarily not laugh if he does say something funny i'll have a good chuckle if he gets too across i think right to that point is like that specific joke is not for me mm-hmm. and therefore i don't find it funny i find it in bad taste but i won't i won't accumulate that joke with the rest of his stand-up to be like uh now i don't like you because of this I just, yeah i just don't think he's funny yeah and yeah. that's fine right right and that's <clears throat> everyone's gonna have their comedians like yeah. you know i i watched one of the time like the ball hog right tom segura oh, is like late it's so funny <laughs> Right. His latest, his latest special with Marissa and the entire, I think she gave a couple like, huh. And, and it was one of those, and Marissa is a very good proponent of this stuff where she was like, no, that's funny, but it's just not funny. It's not my funny. Yeah. 
And so it's not going to bring out like an audible laughter like it would with me. Right. Um, and that's and that's fine. And she's like, I can. And she also has a stronger understanding of like comedy, mm-hmm. um, which she actually might be worthwhile to. She actually might be good to bring on to this and talk about like comedy if we want to talk about like just talk about comedy. Yeah. Um, she's always invited if she ever listens to us. <laughs> we may be able to tie in the pizza one with the comedy. Mm, maybe. Yeah. So, but but the. But I think she was a really good example. She's like, I get the jokes. I I can understand why this is funny, yeah. um, but it's just not for me. Right. And vice versa. She has comedians that she likes where I'm just like, these jokes aren't for me. Right. Like, I think a good example, and this is like something that we've talked about in the past was like, you talk about um, like woman comedians and like male comedians. Yeah. And there's this, this kind of stupid stereotype of like, oh, well, women, co-, like you hear dudes always say like, oh, well, female comedians aren't funny. No, that's not, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. They're not funny to you. They're not funny to you. Right. And that's, it's not your humor. Right. And I think part of it is because, you know, when we, I think part of that argument is because we look at, we like, we like to see ourselves in things that we'd like. Right. So if you're in whatever you're into, you want to see yourself. Right. right. Which is kind of why we're also then, you know, when we're talking about like movies and TV shows, we're seeing the, this very strong push for like, um, uh, uh, diversity within it because we want to the United States is a fucking massively diverse country. Yeah. Like we want people to be able to see themselves in the shows that they enjoy. Yeah. So whatever. But I think that same rule applies when we're looking at like comedy, right? So sometimes like there's some like, like female, like female comedians that are going to like make jokes that are going to be more specific to like their life experiences, right. which is sometimes what a lot of comedians will do is base yeah. it from their life and, you know, embellish for fun. Um, but though that's a lived experience that I don't have, so I can't relate to that. I can still be like, that's a funny joke, but it's not going to be like, ha ha. Like, I'm not going to laugh aloud. Right. Yeah. Um, you're like, you'd be like, ah, that was good. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's funny, but it's not ha ha funny <laughs> yeah. to me. And so I think that's a lot of what, like what you kind of see. So I think sometimes with the, some of these, uh, it's like some of the comedians that were just like, you know, fuck you type of thing. Yeah. It's they're they're putting they're not a lot of people i feel like just aren't necessarily accepting of the fact that the that it's not their joke right just like a movie like right. it's not their movie right right you can under you could appreciate people like it but it's not your thing your I think, cup of tea yeah i think there's only i mean i've only seen one ever special so i probably can't just base it off this but the only female comic that i haven't found like to my liking is probably chelsea handler yeah. Everybody else, I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Chelsea, like Chelsea has some here and there and I'm like, okay, all right. Like I get it. Yeah. But, so yeah, oh, for sure. And I, so I don't like for me personally, I'm not a huge fan of like crass, mm-hmm. like crass um, humor or well, crass might not be the right word, but um, like with like, like swearing or like, like very sexual yeah. stuff. Um, So that like, that's not for me. And I, I enjoy more of like the storytelling. Um, so like, that's why that's part of the reason why I like, I'm a fan of like Tom Segura. I like Dave Chappelle, Burt Kreischer, right. Yeah. These long stories I'm, rather than just like kind of quick punchlines mm-hmm. um, that like bring me along on a journey and like you will 100% win me over. Yeah. Um, you know, like Ellen DeGeneres does a lot of stuff like that. She tells a lot of, like she from, at least from what I remember of seeing is like her standup had like stories and she's very, she's a very clean comic. Um, and I find her fucking hilarious. So those like, it, it, it's, it's one of those where it's like, it's not that that's more of the thing for me is like that style of comedy. I like, yeah. um, 
Right. And yeah, that's that's kind of it. I love Dave Chappelle's uh, uh, <laughs> how many times he met OJ. Oh, that was so good. I love that one. And he just he just drew like yeah. he brought the first one in, and then he dropped the second one in like. And it's just randomly. It's yeah. like, and here's the second time I met OJ. And then the third one, he usually like walks off stage and it's just like, because you're like, wait, 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 we need one more story. And then he comes back and he's like, the third time. <laughs> and he's just like, oh my god, yeah. No, I love, I love, it. I love storytelling. I think, um, I think Kevin Hart does a good storytelling too. I like Kevin Hart. I actually don't think I've ever seen any of his stand-up. You got to start from the beginning. <laughs> you got to start from the beginning. Really? Yeah. Um, the one that he did in COVID was okay. Um, was it with a crowd? It was with a crowd in his house. Well, I don't know if it was in his house house, but it like had a, like a studio design like his house. Um, it was okay. Um, it was very COVID dependent. Yeah. Um, but pre those... Uh, man, I I cry laughing when I watch Kevin Hart specials. All right. I'll give it a go. Him and Joe Coy. Joe Coy. I like Joe Coy. Yeah. Joe Coy is funny. I like Russell Peters. Um, God. I There's probably... I could. It's probably easier to say which comics I don't like yeah. versus how many that I do like. I Daniel Tosh was always always tickled my fancy. He was okay. I, liked, I, I, I liked think his. for me, he was one of those like, I get it, but yeah. Yeah, it it was like it's the it's I think part of it is like one the personality that he has on stage which is at least from my perception is like this like cocky arrogance mm-hmm. um and that like I'm smarter. Yeah. And so I I always kind of found his comedy to be a little bit on like the smart side yeah. if you will. And so that always kind of was like, ah, that's clever. Like it's really fucking clever. Yeah. I like that. Um Even when he when he does Tosh.0, he has some clever jokes on there and you're like, "Oh, that was a good one." Yeah. That was a good one. So, you know, uh, Daniel Tosh, the only per- oh, the only person Dane that- Cook, I haven't watched Dane Cook in a very long time. So his first special I really liked. I don't know if I've ever watched his any of his follow ups. Um, I've only heard bad reviews. His story is crazy. I yeah, I think we talked about his story about his brother, yeah, like jacking him for all his money. Yeah, yeah, um, poor dude. The yeah, I only remember the the like that first one that I watched when I was like a kid, right with the center like- stage, right the circle. Uh, I don't remember. It's the whatever the one where it's like, who, the, who, who pooped on the coats? Oh yeah, is that the same one where he does the? Uh, it's like, hope it's not. Hope it's not my coat. Sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that one. <laughs> what? Um. Uh. The only person that I like, kind of that I like that, and this is like very dark comedy, mm-hmm. is uh, like Anthony Jeselnik. Anthony Jeselnik. So he does a lot of he's almost entirely a one-liner mm. um and the word like very minimal like storytelling mm-hmm. and uh, it's very dark comedy um you should watch it you probably enjoy it because it's it's one of those like oh i can't believe i'm about to laugh at this <laughs> because it's like it's very it's very like uh, like i almost don't want to say any of them don't don't say it i'll, I'll watch it yeah yeah um just like just watch yeah you can find it. i'm pretty sure it's on netflix yeah um i forget what it's called uh, fire fire in the infirmary or fire in the something i think is what it's called is the name of the special let's see fire in the hospital or something like that mm-hmm. um but yeah he's got a lot of like just they're just one-liners and they're pretty dark one-liners um so have fun with that one but yeah it's one of those like ho 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 okay <laughs> offensive with 
Anthony Justinick, The Offensive. No, that's his. TV, oh, that was oh, a TV show. Fire in the Maternity Ward. Maternity Ward. There it's you go. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, give that a watch. All right, you'll enjoy it. It's it's pretty funny. He at that one he, towards the end he does tell a little bit more like a little bit more storytelling, mm-hmm. but at the very beginning it's just like you could just get punched in the face and you're like whoa 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 <laughs> what am I about to get myself into? Wait a minute. Um. <laughs> so in yeah, lactic acid all the way to comedy. comedy. So love it. Um. But that being said, Senor Eric, is there anything else that you want to uh, talk about or comment on? Uh. Be on the lookout for our line of foot milk, um, and uh, what was the anaphylactic acid that we dissolve bodies in? <laughs> anaphylactic acid. <laughs> <laughs> it nitric acid. Nitric acid. Yeah, we'll uh, have an Axe body spray for that yeah. one. An Axe body spray. Uh, nitric acid. Nitric acid. Nitric acid scented Axe body spray. Yes. I don't think it doesn't have a smell. Is it odorless? No clue. It's not fuming. You usually only smell the body. I forget. Yeah, because I. Yeah, nit- nitric acid is a strong organic um, acid. Or well, it's not organic acid, but uh, acid that will break down organic material. Nitric acid. What did I say? Nit- what did you say? Yeah, nitric acid. Yeah, nitric acid. No. Yeah. Not to be confused with nitrous. Right. Or nitric oxide. Right. All similar things. What about. What? Okay, so which one's the one? What's sulfuric acid? What does that do? Sulfuric acid. Yeah. It's a it's a strong oxidize uh, like oxidizing oxidizing acid. Yeah. Um, it's like what's in our or hydro yeah yeah so no hydrochloric acid is what's in our stomach HCl right which is also like part of bleach yeah um yeah sulfuric acid is just a dissol- like a dissolvent essentially a dissolvent that's not the right word but yeah uh, absolvent no it doesn't it absolves it absol- it absolves your existence <laughs> if you drink it nah, if you definitely drink it um. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of like crazy so many, acids. So many acids. There's yeah, there's some crazy ones that are like, um, just like when you start getting lower and lower on the, like that pH scale. Yeah. Um, there's also something called the piranha, uh, that they've like it's been nicknamed like piranha acid because it eats everything. Because it just fucking eats through everything. Fuck. Um, how do you contain that? Uh, some things just don't react, right? So like glass, huh. like like a lot of them are sorted for glass. most of them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It, it chemistry is awesome, man. The one class I never took oh, my entire life, I never took it. it. High school, college, never took it. Yeah, so I always, I always found like acids very, in, like the concept of acids are very intriguing because they're they're oxidative in nature. So it's it's essentially pulls pulls stuff out of like compounds. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's just so there's so many like variations of it, right? Like we use vinegar, um, for like salad dressings right or for like food we consume it um but acetic acid can be used like in organic chemistry use acetic acid because it's a fairly decent or um like cleaner for like organic compounds which are anything with carbon in it so essentially um it smells like shit but that's it's a good cleaning agent right but we have a very dissolved version of of that right we have hydrogen peroxide Mm -hmm. right which well actually hydrogen peroxide is a base i believe it's a base so take that back um, so ignore that <laughs> peroxide. Yeah, base hydrogen peroxide H two O H two O two. That hydrogen peroxide. Uh, oh my god, it's been it's been it's been a little while since I've used my chemistry. Again, you're talking to the guy who never took chemistry. Um, Speaking of which, I don't know how I got through high school and college without ever having to take a chemistry class. 
It just depends. I know a bunch of people who've never taken chemistry. Really? Yeah. You don't. It's not. It's not really a requisite for anything. Everybody always told me like, "Oh, you have to take chemistry." I was like, "Why? I can literally take earth science." Uh, what was it? What? Oh, oceanography. Um, physics. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of like biology, anatomy. Like, I took biology freshman year, I think. Freshman? No, sophomore year. I took biology sophomore year, and then somewhere in my junior and senior year, they were like, "Oh, you have to take chemistry," mm. and I was like, "Watch me." Watch me not do that. Never took it. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely people that never took chemistry, like in my high school or college, like just depends on your major. Like if you're doing anything that's not the sciences, then you're never touching any of these classes. Yeah. Um, But going back to it, right? Like it's how, how things are stored. It's interesting because there's like, there's also like metals that have to be stored, like certain things need to be stored in certain ways. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, so like phosphorus. So regular phosphorus, um, like white phosphorus, is uh has to be yeah is yeah just regular like regular storage right is, glass is container that powder mm-hmm. yeah oh, yeah um, but it's heavily reactive with water right but red phosphorus is highly reactive with oxygen so you have to store it in water what yeah so it has to be it has to be wet right huh uh, or soaked underwater and then there are um, there are certain acids that you how do you create red phosphorus then that I don't know because. That it that so my guess so here's my my guess yeah or my assumption is that it's some form of mixing um, that has to be made um, and oh, it's, I guess it's, they would make it it's probably require it's probably produced in solution yeah and so it's just precipitated out I was thinking like how do you fucking make that in a vacuum that would yeah that would be my guess yeah um and then maybe chemistry is cool chemistry is fucking cool yeah. and i know that there are certain acids like i wish i could remember what they are but there's certain acids that like you can't store in glass because it'll react so you have to store them in plastic Jesus. so like i remember i remember in our chem lab um in our like locker i got i had permission to be able to go back there and like grab stuff mm-hmm. and i remember looking at one of uh, asking my my teacher to be like hey what's going on what was like what was going on with this because i can see the like the plastic was like melting. Yeah. And he was like, God damn it. And he like walked over and like screwed the top onto the jar next to it. And it was because, um, whatever, whatever acid was in it, the, like the fumes were coming out. Oh, uh-huh. um, cause it wasn't tight. So it was this tightened down and the fumes are coming out and dissolving the plastic oh, in the, shit. on the container next to it. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Right. And it's just, it's so cool. Like gallium is awesome. Is such a cool concept. So gallium is a metal, but it, it's a it's a metal at room temperature. But its melt point melting point is like like ninety degrees or eighty degrees or something like huh. that. So you can put it in your hand and it'll melt in your hand. But it's a metal, right? And then you like drop it back on the table and like it'll it cool. It'll cool. Harden. Yeah, it'll harden back up like pretty quickly. What What about mercury? What about it? Like what's because it's liquid, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a liquid at room temperature. It's also very, very dense. So it's, it's super, super very, heavy. Very toxic. It's very toxic. Yeah. Yes. So what's its hardening point? Like when does it when does it like yeah. uh, solidify? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't remember all of these numbers. Because you can heat the shit out of that, right? Mercury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every I mean everything everything has a boiling point. Yeah. At a certain it depending on <clears throat> so boiling point will can change based on like heat and pressure, mm-hmm. right? So for example, like. Um, when you have lower atmospheric pressure, things tend to take long, take higher heats to boil. Yeah. Right. So that's why like when you're up at like elevation, you can't boil water really. Um, unless you have like a hotter flame. Fucking. 
<laughs> yeah, you like you need a you need a kind of a hot flame to boil water at yeah. elevation, just because of pressure changes um, in the atmosphere. Um, but yeah, uh, mer- mercury can boil at some point in time. I, I have no idea what the temperature is. Um, I also have no idea what the freezing point is. Fucking science. But then you can the other thing that's interesting, right? Is like you can also like liquefy oxygen. Yes. Right. Um, which is at like super super low temperatures. So you can like liquefy oxygen. You have like liquid nitrogen. Um, like see, you can liquefy CO2, um, which like, if you ever turn one of those air, um, like those dust, those dusters upside down, spray it. That's you're essentially spraying out compressed CO2 liquid. Um, don't get that on your skin. Yeah. Um, or, uh, shit. What was it? What was I going to say? Oxygen, um, CO2, but yeah, these are all at like super, super like low temperatures. Um, I want to throw potassium in a pool. Potassium? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want right. to it just, it just explodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of neat. Um, and then what uh, What else do we have? Talking about chemistry now. It's so exciting. I love it. <laughs> I wish I remember more about it because there's so, like, so many crazy shit that you can do. Um, fuck, man. What was I thinking about? You can... Comp- Oh, right. So then like there's a term, there's a term called uh, right, sublime, right? Mm-hmm. Or sublimation. Yeah. So we, if you remember it's like... a good band. So if you remember like the, the states of matter, right? We have liquid, we have a liquid, we have a solid. And a gas. We have a gas. And technically we also have plasma. It's kind of another state what? of matter. Um, yeah. So you think of like a, um, like, uh, like electricity running through like a neon sign. Yeah. Right. So that's technically plasma. And it's kind of not a, it's not really like a, a liquid, liquid or a gas or a gas or a solid. Wait, so neon's not a gas? Neon, neon as it on its own is a gas, but oh. when you run electricity through it, it kind of changes plasma. into kind of this weird state of matter. Oh. But then you also have, but that's all, that's all, all right, ready? So that's all based off of like Newtonian physics. Um, so, but then you also have like non Newtonian fluids, which would be like things kind of like, like ferrofluids. So you can look at, um, uh, you ever see the, like those things where you have like a, like the goo and they put like a magnet over it or run a magnet through it and it gets all like spiky. Yes. And it changes like this weird shape. Yes. Right. So that's like or um, uh, oh shit, what's it called? You ever make um, I always call it just slime because that's essentially it's like cornstarch and water. I've never made it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So like that's also a non-Newtonian fluid. Um. And I don't remember all the specifics as to why that's the case, but like it's one of those things where like you know it, you can it can men, bolt, like uh, like flow through your hands, mm-hmm. but you can like be aggressive with it and it'll harden. Yeah. All right, it gets like hard fast and then back to normal. Right, whenever you put like energy into it, which is crazy. <laughs> so our Newtonian oh, non-Newtonian fluids are non-Newtonian fluids great electric conductors. Uh, it depends, right? Yeah. Because so all of that, then you start looking at, um, it's all based on their like electron shells. Uh-huh. Um, so metals, metals. So it all depends on like the electrons that are kind of associated with it, right? So better conductors of electricity, which is essentially just the essentially the ability to move electrons in a direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why like. You know, metals, for example, are better conductors, right? Um, rubbers are not. And that's also, you know, it's, I mean, that's the different thing. Um, so it just depends um, on what the stuff is made of, Got I it. believe. Um, oh, but going back, right? So we have like sublimation, 
which is an interesting concept because then sublimation is, you know, generally you think of like, uh, you think of like ice, right? So you have water that freezes, turns to ice. When it warms back up, ice turns back to liquid. If you heat it up, it boils and it turns into gas. gas. Yeah. Well, sublimation, uh, certain things will go straight from solid to gas. Never, never even passes through like a liquid state. So if you drop like an ice cube into a, like a super hot flame, it'll go. Oh, uh, it can. No. Oh, okay. So it totally can't. Right. So, um, uh, what's an example? Oh, so you think of like liquid, like liquid nitrogen mm-hmm. or any of those things. Um, or actually, that's a that's a bad example of it. Um, so for example, there's uh, like iodine. Um, iodine sublimes um, very quickly, so it'll be a solid that passes passes the um the liquid phase straight into a gas phase hmm. um which is kind of cool right because it has this like purple smoke to it um so like sublimation is an interesting concept um yeah it's so cool so, what about yeah. dry ice so dry ice is uh it's CO2. co2 yep so oh that yeah so there's a there's a there's a perfect example yeah so dry ice sublimes into a um, gas. A gas. Yeah. It's right? all so it, the gas, right? Yeah. Yep, exactly. So it pa- it'll it pass the liquid phase and straight into the gas phase. That's cool. Um, Making dry ice bombs is not cool, though. Oh, when you just chuck it into a, like a water fucking, bottle? Yeah, Gatorade bottle or a fucking soda bottle. Yeah. Then, yeah, don't do that. No. Well, you also have to be careful, like, handling <laughs> stuff like that, because it's... Set one off in the neighborhood. That was the loudest bang ever. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> But then, so then, like, other things that you can look at, too, that's really interesting is, like, so you look at, like, boiling points. Yeah. Right? So we look at, say, you had a a thing of liquid nitrogen. So because it's, like, it's not meant to be like that, um, so that you'll, it's just constantly boiling um, because the ambient temperature is so hot compared to how cold it is that it, like, it's just boiling itself off consistently. And so I, I don't. It might be the same thing. It's called the Leidenfrost effect. I'm not sure if that's, I think that's what this is. Um, but for example, you can, because your hand is so warm comparatively to liquid nitrogen that you can straight dip your hand into it and take it back out and with zero damage. Um, don't do that. Yeah. Like, please do not do that. But be- I was going to say, because most people, most scientists who do that are like, they have gloves on. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. When you're handling, like, yeah. when you're handling stuff like that, that's, you absolutely should do it. Yeah. And there's special containers and yeah. all that stuff. But, Technically speaking, you can do that because you could run it through the vapor, right? No, no, no. You could just dip it straight into the liquid. Really? Yeah. Because, That's fucking nuts. Because your hand is so hot, so what happens comparatively, right, is that when you dip it in, it boils, and so because it's instantaneously boiling, you're getting these air pockets between you and the liquid itself That's the entire insane. time, and so when you pull it back out, nothing happens. Wow. It just immediately boils off. That's cool. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Because it's wildly dangerous. Yeah. Um, we did not advise that. Yeah, but that it's an interesting con- like the concept into all of these like things about chemistry. Yeah. If you want to see it, YouTube it. Yeah, you totally you could totally YouTube it. You'll see Safer. stuff. You'll definitely see like people doing stuff like that. Right? Oh, it's so god it's so cool. God, science <laughs> is so cool. Oh, I love it. Because then like be uh and then like like hydro um helium right which is interesting yeah so right you talk about like breathing helium and it makes your makes your voice higher right because helium is technically lighter than air it passes faster through your vocal cords so it gives you that higher pitched voice 
But then the other, there's an interesting thing. So you have also have a, there's a compound called uh, sulfur hexafluoride, which is, it's an inert gas, right? And inert means it's non-reactive and you can, don't do this, but <laughs> technically you can breathe that in. And because it's like, it's like eight times heavier than oxygen or the air. Um, and because now gas is passing significantly slower through your vocal cords, it makes you sound like you're a slow-mo, like slow-mo movie character. Isn't that what uh, whippets do? Whippets? Yeah. No, whippets is you're huffing nitrous. But doesn't nitrous make you... Mm-mm. No? Doesn't drop your voice? No. Oh. No, it just gets you really high. Oh. Uh, so, well, again, also don't recommend. <clears throat> don't do that. Don't do whippets. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, interesting. Science is fucking awesome. Science! It's so awesome. Um, I don't know how people don't don't find it absolutely fascinating. <laughs> it blows my mind. I don't understand. I bet if science had its own social media, people would. <laughs> Too many people would be like, you're fake. <laughs> Prove it. That's what would happen. Prove it. Yeah. Pixar didn't happen. Yeah. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah. Have at it. So, Or don't have at it. Well, have at reading about it yes, or watching or watch videos. It, watch, not, watch experts do yeah. it. Don't be a backyard chemist. Right. Um, if you're not wildly trained in it. And also, uh, acid goes into base. Base does not get poured into acid. Mm. Uh, correct. Yeah. Do you know why? Because if it splashes on you, it's going to fuck you up. Well, re- because of reactions. Reactives, yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes, and it's slowly, not directly in, it's right. off to the side. All, yes. <laughs> you, you, you pour it into the side, not straight in. Um, uh, because, yeah. Because, well, and then you also have like, that's so cool. Exothermic reactions, right? These like, which is essentially an explosion, right? This is this creation of heat. It's so awesome. Fuck. It's so awesome. Fucking nerd. God, I love, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Anyway. All right, nerd. Anything else? No, that's it. Oh, I'll right. go on for too long. <laughs> so, all right, Eric, where uh, where can people find us? You guys can find us on our Instagram at another period rep period podcast, or you can email us at another rep podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, as well as the the YouTubes, as well as um, you can occasionally find, uh, at least me, throwing some shit around on Twitch, playing some video games. When your computer gets back to normal. Oh, it's back. Oh, it's back. It's I'm back, back, baby. <laughs> Jinx. I'm uh, back, baby. Yeah, all good to go. Awesome. Um, all right. Bye. Bye.